dead bull. Welcome to Western Contours Podcast. Sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. Whether you're chasing bugles over the next ridge, sitting a stand out east, this is about passion, pursuing our dreams of field, our lifestyle, the betterment of self and community, the enlightenment that comes from those moments spent in God's creation. Through these conversations, I hope you find insight, inspiration, education, and motivation to push beyond your limits. Babe, keep them down, please. Man, you're supposed to do that before we hit the red button. We've been hitting here bullshitting for like yeah, I had them, 10 minutes. I had them outside, bro. I had them all outside, and then they all come in, and they're a whirlwind. That's funny. All right, let me hit this one, too. Recording in progress. So I'm going to record some, record some of this video, too. We get Jeff in his little skivvies that he's been wearing for at least five days straight. Maybe a couple hours five, off for five church. Weeks. <laughs> five weeks. Five weeks, no washing? No, no, no. They get washed. They oh. just I – no, I have another little tiny pair that comes on when they <laughs> – He's wearing the twins' boxers. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> Dang. He might be the same size. Let me put my leg down. <laughs> You I, I only wish you guys could smell on. I know that's a dude. I could with your legs sitting up like that. Them shorts are stale, bro. Mm. <laughs> I have to. By the way, Luke, I need another pair. <laughs> you got to donate them some. We have to get you like four or five pair of them. <laughs> you got to get like some tassley cowboy boots or something to rock with them. Yeah. If you're gonna For go, sure. I mean, if you're gonna go western, you got to go full western. Yeah, no, I've only, I've only uh, partially dipped in, <laughs> but full time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, entrepreneurial skills and retirement from nursing will do. Get you one yeah. pair of funky <laughs> shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Mama must be like, yeah, dude, really? <laughs> Cause I can't, I can't imagine the wife walking around scruffy at all. She's too well no. kept. No. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Yeah, you push it. You gonna end up pushing her uh, her buttons, bro. <laughs> as long as they stay somewhat not smelly, I guess I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask her after the episode. Hey, they're gonna go in the wash as soon as we get off. <laughs> Be ready for tomorrow. <laughs> Are you washing them and drying them, or are you just throwing them in a dryer with a fabric softener? Hit a little Febreze oh, on that. Oh, they dry in like thirty seconds. Yeah, they're pretty. They they dry up pretty quick. I wore mine to go fishing the other day, and uh, oh, yeah. they don't even stay. I mean, it's like they don't stay wet. It's a trip. I like that yeah, material they, though. Yeah, it's cool, huh? A little short though. <laughs> Not for me. For me, they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> You sit wrong and then my wing is just short. Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh oh. Uh oh. Someone's liable to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're cool shorts, though. Um, all right. So I'm on with my boys. I'm on with Ephraim and I'm, uh, the little guy is Jeff with the little guy shorts. Um, Western <laughs> Hunt Fest. Going to bang out a recap, talk a little bit about next year. Um, what's, you know, well, we're not going to expose too much, but what do you think we're, we're aiming for triple, I ain't going to say double. I'm saying we're aiming for triple in terms of turnout, in terms of impact, 
in terms of the litmus test to see where folks are at with their shooting, physical capabilities through the packout challenge and some of the other stuff we're introducing to the event next year. Um, I mean, the events this year were off the hook, man. It was New Mexico was was like the was like the grand slam. And then when we hit Bailey, dude, it was just like everyone there was swinging for fences. Right. I mean, it was just like, it was, it was beautiful and epic, epic, yeah. epic learned a bunch along the way. Um, and I think that's going to be a never ending ride, but some of the input that we got was remarkable, um, in terms of, you know, helping along and making those improvements. Um, I don't want, I don't want to say customers or patrons or nothing like that. Right. Because it's, it's just like it's family. Everybody there is yeah. just, you know, it's just amazing, sure. man. So why don't you guys, let's, Jeff, throw down a little bit of an intro, man, just real quick, and then E jump on it, and then we'll go from there. Uh, so, yeah. So we're back. We're coming back for 2024 Western Hunt Fest. We're going to add more. We're going to improve on what we are already have, and it's going to be the best event ever. Our event circuit, I should say. I like how you say event circuit. We're definitely, um, I mean, from year one to year two, the growth, not only, not only in the, the event, but, but the knowledge base too. You know what I mean? It was, we, we all grew, uh, as, as the, I guess as the owners and participants also, we, we saw people changing from just coming out to, to participate into, training for the, the entire year leading up to year two to compete, not to participate to, but to actually compete. So yeah, it is, it's definitely growing from, from year one to year two, year three is going to look phenomenal. I can already tell um, a guy you mentioned, uh, you know, the never ending reviews and whatnot coming in and I'm thankful for them. Heck yeah. From I'm saying I'm more thankful for, and I mean, not saying we got a lot of bad reviews, um, but the the few critiques we got, um, I'd rather those than than everyone you know write in and say, "Hey, great job, nothing right. to change." Yeah, I mean, it's definitely you, you definitely want to improve, but when you can focus that improvement based on what folks are saying, man, it just it makes it all you know all the better, um, and that's where it's going to really come from, right? Is is getting everything tuned in from what folks are experiencing from, you know, maybe other events they're going to right? that improvement. Right. I'd rather get smacked on the head a little bit, man, and, and make some adjustments. Um, like you're saying, that's like not. when you held the light, when you held the light for your dad and you were, you were, you know, doing yeah. that thing and he gives you the boat. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he gives you that one little smack. And guess what? That lights on what he needs. <laughs> Is that how it works, Jeffrey? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think I was hit too hard. <laughs> so let's let's jump into locations, right? So you know, last year or year one, the inaugural, right? It was uh, Bailey, Colorado, at American Bowman. Um, Bowman is a a quaint hometown spot. Uh, year two, first event was down at the Whittington Center, NRA Whittington Center. In Raton, New Mexico. Um, I mean, you're talking 30 acres versus 33,000 acres. 
Um, yeah. Not to say, you know, that made the difference, um, but that's a big difference, <laughs> right? And yeah, to see, yeah, to see how it was handled at something that was thirty three thousand acres, man, was was remarkable. It was like it had it had been there before, right? And that's not an easy venue to fill and make it feel like it's tight. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you right. get that many acres in front of you and it can feel loose and not very well put together, not very well oiled. Um, and there were some improvements from, from New Mexico to this year in Bailey um, that were made definitely. Um, but that's that learning curve, you know, with, with this kind of new undertaking. Um, but man, when it hit Bailey again this year for the, for the second at Bailey, holy mother of goodness, man. What a difference, right? Oof, it was like, boom, 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 yeah. boom, you know? A couple of slips of dude, time. it was enjoyable to watch that play out. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, it was Absolutely. it was a blast. You know, and that constant evaluation, I know you guys are doing it. I'm, I know, you know, when we, when we left New Mexico, I was like, hey, let me just do this over at Bailey. And it was just like, okay, this is, this is how it has to go in my head, right? Um, and it was, man, it was like clockwork, dude. It was beautiful. And then everything just fell into place. Like the entire team was just, it was seamless. From the vendors to folks helping at the event, um, Scott and Brianne, you know, dealing with they, doing what they do at registration. I mean, just, it was banging. And then the girls kill it, yeah. you know, it just, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's so hard not to. Not to sound like I'm blowing smoke with with the biases that are there, but uh, it was just dialed, man, dialed, dialed, dialed. What, e? What what is your favorite part of of the events at Western Hunt Fest? Um, oddly enough, dude, not my favorite part of, of the events is it's not what we do it's not the it's not the pack out it's not the shooting and it's not the calling dude it's the community yeah um and and that's i mean it sounds weird like you know why are we doing all this stuff like oh we want these three events to take place at the western hunt fest but dude watching it bring everybody together that's where I, that that's what that's what what does it for me yep like it's cool we can go shoot but i mean i can get together with some dudes and go shoot down the road like the same you know what i mean the same thing we can do all the same stuff. When Jeff and I shoot together, we, I mean, not, we don't do as much of what we offer at Western Life Fest, but we always change up the, you know, the, where you're standing and we change little things here and there. So, you know, you and your buddies can do all that, but when you bring all these people together, it's, it's badass, dude. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's my favorite part is the community, bringing everybody together, watching all these people make friends, watching vendors work together to help each other out. Like, it's it, it's everything yeah absolutely everything jeffrey yeah. that's what i look forward to next year hit the same one jeffrey yeah i mean i would i would have to agree with him that the best part is the community but i do love like the competition and i do love watching my favorite part out of like watching the three unfold was um at bailey how we had 21 callers those were a lot of the same people that didn't do it before, mm -hmm. but they were like, you know what? Let me just try this. I just want to, I just want to see where I'm at. Most of them said, I'm not going to win, but let me try it. Right. And I guarantee you the next time they come, they're going to be better. They're going to be sounding really good. 
and they're going to be practicing. I'm, I, I love it. I love to see that, you know. You know, that was interesting, right? So I think I think New Mexico, I mean, well, okay, let's start with last year. Last year at Bailey, I think there was maybe five people, maybe. This year, yeah, at, yeah. At, we rounded a few up at the last minute last year too, but but it yeah. was nowhere near no what no. these two. Were. I think everyone we had last year got rounded up, <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So then New Mexico comes, and there was seven callers in the in the you know in the comp. Um, that's not including the kids comp, and then to see it go from that seven to. 21 in Bailey and man, I got to say everybody for the most part could call, you know, it was like, okay, there's, there's, there's some calls going on. Right. It was, it was really nice to see that. And then there were some folks, man, that got up there and gave it their all. And as they were standing in line, they're looking at me going, dude, dude, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm like, man, just go up and do you just go up and do the thing and you'd be fine. Um, and man, what a what a flipping turnout um, at that Bailey call comp. Um, yeah, you know, and, and I, I kind of you know it's it's hard not to say the community aspect, but I don't want to I don't want to reiterate what both of you guys did. And one of the things like you're watching the pack out comp, um, you're watching you know the the um, the tiebreaker, you're watching the call comp. It's the support of your competitors that impresses me, you know, I mean, guys are just getting broke off guys and gals in that call comp getting broke off, but no one's going to let you fall and walk by you. If you fall, everyone that's around you, whether they're on the clock or not, they're leaning down to pick you up, you know, irregardless of their struggle. And man, I was digging it. I was watching that and I'm like, yeah, that's the move, you know, guys passing each other on the the community. That's what what I'm talking about. You know, you get, yeah, I'm uh, oh, sorry, man. Go ahead. The team back out challenge, the first place and the second place, they were rooting each other on. Yeah. Like, that was so cool. Like, and it was within seconds that they were going. So it was, it was really neat. Well, I mean, you know, you're on there, you get, you're dying. And then somebody comes up from behind you and is passing you. The guy that's getting passed or the gal that's getting passed, they're rooting you on. Like, go kill yep. it. You know what I mean? Like, you just took it fair and square, right? And it was just like, man, it's so impressive um, to watch that. And then, you know, the our group, I mean, you want to talk about – you want to talk about a group of competitors in that group that we shot with. Man, and, dude, there is, there is nothing but love. Nothing but love. What's up, young man? What's up? What are you doing? <laughs> What's up? What was your favorite part? Uh, what? The Western Hunt Fest. Um, what Western Hunt Fest? Uh, you any of Seeing your uncle. <laughs> Seeing your uncle. That's that's his favorite part. It's the stickers. Don't let him lie. Uh. That's a cool shirt too, dude. Come show. Tell him to come show the shirt. He, uh, this guy comes home with everybody's sticker like tenfold. There it is. All right, get out of here. Yeah, you want to score with the kids at Western Hunt Fest or want them stuck on mom and dad's car. Just hand them out to the kids. They were wrestling and all kind of mess. Yeah. <laughs> so what you do is just have a kid's hey, hey, sticker thanks, table. Thanks, Garrett. <laughs> Get a kid's sticker table and just let them go for broke. 
everybody stick yeah. it on the table, man. That's hey, that leads right into to another another topic we need to talk about is is getting some more youth involved though. Yeah. Yeah. So let's all right, we'll hit that, right? So we have we have the elk calling comp for the kids. Um, you know, the practice range for the kids. We did have we did have little dude, um, a couple of them, but there was a really little dude that was out slinging at regular targets. Um, right. And there was a couple of those targets where he opted to stand at the uh, at the purple marker. And I was like, OK, man, get after it. Good on you. Yeah, you know? it. Um, but, yeah, I would agree. Right. Is is seeing a little bit uh, a little bit more of that. Um, what do we do? Do we put a kids pack out challenge there? Yeah, I think <laughs> I it mean, would be to have them pack out ahead. Yeah, something. Their bow. Yeah. Then they have then they have full bad. participation. Yeah. But even that, yeah, I mean, you I'm, know, you got to. I'm definitely. Oops, sorry, man. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I'm definitely down to uh, do what we got to do to get the kids a little more involved. Um, a, a very short, maybe not a pack out challenge per se, but something, a little loop. Yeah. Within, within like the general area where we're all at and we can have enough eyes on them. So nobody's getting hurt. Um, I, but something that shows them what, what they got coming. Yeah. A full scenario youth range is, is kind of where my head's at on that. Yeah, I agree. You I think know. Jeff's wife was talking the same thing, like really honing in on the, on the kids. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with man full prop up of uh, the future of what we love to do, um, yeah, and yeah. making them a you know a full part of it. it. And actually, we you know talking about them and the one of my one of the funnest things is the call comp, right? Because they oh, get yeah. up there and they and they got the biggest ones around, and uh, that man they'll get up there and call, and most of the kids are calling and. You can't tell unless you know that they don't have diaphragms in their mouth. Like you yeah. have, you know what I mean? You have no, I don't think most of the people knew that there were no diaphragms in those mouths. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I hope that we have a, a handful of world champions come through this circuit and the calling comp competition. We already have one. Pat just won it. He called last year in our competition. Um, so hopefully we could uh, end up with a handful of them. We know Hadrian's going to win one. We know Spurs going to win one. Hopefully, uh, Man, mine and Efren's kids can Spurs go through killing, and Spurs killing, dude. That, dude, that yeah. kid can call, man. Two-time champ, dog. Yeah. He shocked me. Yeah. Well, his improvement from New Mexico, Mexico to Colorado yes. is crazy. Yes. Yeah, but he, that kid can call. But, I mean, yeah. well, I guess, you know, it, it is bred into him to, to a point there. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that boy, that boy is the mom. The mom. <laughs> <laughs> and ain't you chance. We, we know mama, mama can call. Yeah, we, we know mama taught you and Spur. When this hits the air, someone's getting a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, I actually saw them leaving. They were just leaving today at about, I don't know, it must have been about 9 30, 10 o'clock. And I text Chance, I was like, safe travels, bro. I was like, man, they must have been up playing that daggum game again last night in camp. <laughs> uh, mash ball. But no rest for the wicked. Um, and yeah. uh, so, you know, we, we're talking about them. So Chance, uh, 
and his family, they they run uh, God's Countries for Our Heroes, right? So uh, first responders and vets, man, and, you know, um, servicemen taking taking them folks out and, you know, doing that good um, and, and paying back a little bit of that debt that we all owe. So they're one of the one of the uh, event sponsors or vendors. Um, so we're happy to have them there. Um, you know, I, and again, I don't know how much Chance actually does with that because every time I go to the booth, Mama's at the booth. Uh, <laughs> he's he's just a he's just a uh, active participant in the shoot. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I want to sit down and get a get an episode recorded, but I think the next time, just uh, I'm gonna just go sit at the booth with Mama, and we'll get an episode down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So okay, so we talked Bailey, we talked New Mexico. So what what do we? What are we thinking for next year, right? We we got this expansion. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. As as the list, the list is long on where people want it to go, um, and it's even longer on where it will go. So, but it's uh, I mean it's it's got to be a gradual thing. So, I don't know. I, we're maybe na- some neighboring states. What we're thinking. Little Two, north, more west, yeah. So doubling okay. the size, if not more. Yeah, I say triple. Maybe a little. <laughs> hey, maybe a little hometown dip to all three of us. You know, you yeah. got the Arizona boy, you got the Cali boy, you got the Colorado boy. Yeah, I'm not sure about Cali right now. I think we need. To- <laughs> <laughs> that might take me a couple more years to even want to go back to that place. But I and that's. That's actually a great venue, right, for, for you know, those folks in, in California because California is so untouched uh, and it's kind of forgotten about when you talk about Western big game. But the hunting in Cali is absolutely retarded phenomenal. Um, you know, it's the only place in the world you can hunt tules or tule elk or, you know, however folks want to say it. They're endemic to California. Um, where else do you get that hunt, you know? Blacktail, mule deer, all up and down the coast. Some of the earliest seasons in the nation in terms of deer hunting. They're already in season. Um, I think they've been. Yeah, they just started, right? Yeah, they started. I think it opened up last Saturday. And I see some stud velvet bucks going down already. Uh, They already started? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's it's, uh, well, they call it early season archery. But for Cali, it's not early season. It's just season. But that's the kickoff, yeah. man, is you get in that A zone and you're pretty much um, L.A. Ventura County line um, and pretty much just shy of the Bay Area with that A zone tag. It's it's like a third of the state that can hunt deer right now. Wow. So you get a mix of blacktail in that zone. You got some mule deer in that zone. So. So when are we talking these these antlers dropping in in Cali then? It, 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 to sheds. Yeah, it varies. It varies um, pretty considerably when you look at the state. Um, it, it's kind of all over the map. Even even with the rut, um, it's it's all over the place. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it a month to two months off if I'm in you know northern to southern, and then you start going southern inland, um, and it fluctuates from northern even more. So. Yeah, but yeah, that would that would be a good spot, man. For you know, Cali, in my opinion, gets a little bit neglected and you know forgot about. So that would definitely be a 
be a pretty good hit, um, you know, bringing an event like this to them. But a little uh, well, we, had we had talked about uh, potentially moving that, you know, we did that that 400 mile radius. Yep. And in an effort to to grab what was it like Idaho, most of Wyoming, some Utah. If yeah. we move to Grand Junction too, we 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 bring it to a lot of them boys. Yep. And I mean, and honestly, with you know, with so let's talk about it, right? So at at the moment, you know, at the moment, four plus the championship, right? So the ship, just because of the growth. Um, and we love American, but but Bailey is going to be outgrown. Um, so we're planning to have the championship there from the event. So your pack em out challenge, your elk call and comp, um, things like that. So Bailey will be the finale for next year uh, with, you know, four, five, six events reaching out, maybe starting Western Colorado, um, talking about Zona, looking at a little Idaho, um, et cetera, et cetera. So New Mexico's back on deck for sure um at the whittington center so yeah so i mean if, if we start we're gonna have to finish it's everything's got to be done for me between april and july right um august was too close for when we we learned in our, our year one august is too close to to season dates a lot of people don't want to hurt themselves they don't want to risk it they don't want to you know, rip their pack and not get a pack back in time. Just, it's just too close. So from April to July, um, and I say April, cause I don't, I don't know anywhere in March, really, we're going to be able to touch with weather. Right. Um, so July, we're looking at finale, right? Bailey, Colorado. Um, where are we, where, where are you guys thinking we'll start? I think we got to start at home started started here in in yeah. the co yeah i think so i think we got to start at home and then run from there make a loop of sorts <laughs> <laughs> that's all jeff thinking about hey he, that's all he's throwing up he keeps talking about cali but has he set up that phone call yet i don't hear anything is that crickets no, look, he muted himself. Sucker. <laughs> he, he muted himself. He didn't want to talk about it. So so if it was the loop, then that means that NRA Whittington would be would be the last event before the ship. We have to do uh Whittington in April or May though. We do have yeah. to so that's the thing. Yeah. They, they want us in April, May, and we were talking to the president here at air force Academy. Um, he wants us there first week of June. Yeah. So it's going to be a circle of sorts. There'll yep. be a little bit, a little bit of zigging and zagging, but you know what that and then yeah. July for Bailey, we have, um, the CBA Jamboree will have, um, the TAC Colorado in there. So we're going to have to do some planning on that too. Um, and then the, there's, I think the dates, I think the, sh the ship dates that end of July date, I think is what we looked at for that. When we were talking about it, I think that works about perfect with those events. Yeah. Um, you have that, you have that sheet I sent, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would, let me pull it up. I think that would work out, uh, 
almost perfectly. Yep. Where, where were we? And then we we get to give, you know what I mean? I, my thing when I was we were looking at dates when when he sent that out was was making sure that the, the grinders had an opportunity to grind after that last event, whether it be, you know, two or three weeks, but they had that time to, to up that fitness. Yeah. And they'd have plenty of time. Cause we'd finish. I'm looking at, I don't know if you pulled it up right now, but I'm, we'd be looking at a uh, first week of June in Colorado Springs. That would give them a month and a half to prep for end of July at the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh, I think, we, I think at the ship, I, we're gonna have to we have to put the bags on ourselves too. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're right. That might work, dude. Um. So what are what are some of the things that we're looking at improving upon, right? So there was there was a couple comments in terms of schedule, right? Which is which is very interesting. The schedule the schedule is hard to keep, right? We shotgun start the shooters, um, then we allow shooters to start going back. And I think the improvement from New Mexico to Bailey this year was perfect, where it was like, hey, if you want to go, let's go. Um, so that was one of the improvements in that schedule. I sent the first one out today, just the rough of, you know, kind of how I'm, yeah. how I see that playing out and, and how we break that down even better, especially with more folks, but then, you know, kind of getting everything going um, right off the bat, right? If, you know, some folks want to go in the morning on, on their pack out, then, you know, you, you register for the pack out, you got priority on time. And as it, you know, I don't want to say fills up, but as it fills up, you just get, uh, you get that later time. Um, and if we keep it about the same distance as Bailey, man, you should be able to run through some solos and some teams. And I think running a solo group. So you have a solo men's solo women's, and then a team going at the same time, um, instead of a bunch of solos, right? Cause the solos eat the bags up. Um, yeah. And then tracking those times. So, okay. So, a litmus test of, of, of sorts, right. Is, is really, is really the idea. And I think that's important to talk about, especially with the earlier dates and, and not wanting to hit that August approach. Cause you know, that the first one, it was, it was literally two weeks before season. So folks were, yeah. were pretty hesitant. I know I was hesitant as I'll get up. <laughs> I was like, man, but at the same time, two weeks before season, if you see a hole in your game, Man, that's a hell of a hit to the confidence, you know what I mean, going into season. Not to say that it's altogether bad, um, but what a hell of a hit. So I think, you know, doing that earlier and then really, really setting this up so folks can see results and have tangible data a month, a month and a half, depending on what event they go to, in some instances, three months ahead of season man, they're, they're going to go in a season prepped, know exactly where they stood and really, really hit that point and say, okay, this is where I need the work. Yep. Right. For sure. And I think the only thing that we have to do is, is how do we do that when it comes to the calling aspect, right. In, in terms of the elk seminar, right. Because that's something in my opinion with as, as involved as I am with that realm through, elk bros to me that's a 
it's a year long endeavor. Like I can't, I can't say, Hey man, you, you know, you suck. And it's a month before season, you got an opportunity here. Um, you know, but you got the likes of Jermaine Hodge, you got Joe Gillia. We got some other folks that we're looking at, you know, getting on that docket and, and we're really hoping, hoping to provide a different seminar presenter so you get different methodology, you get different experience, you get different uh, approaches at each event. We're hoping to have someone either specific to that state or specific uh, or real close to specific for that state. So or, you know, for that matter. So you watch you watch the event schedule. You get to see who's the seminar caller. If you're not in an elk state or if you're in a place like California, we do one there um, and there's, you know, you're not going to hunt Cali. If you got, I got max points in Cali and I'll probably have to wait another 15 to 20 years. If I even ever pull that tag at this point. Um, so then you can base, you can base that, that participation. Um, if you want to, you know, if you want to sit in front of Jermaine Hodge and listen, if you want to sit in front of Joe Gilly and the elk bros and listen, um, I don't want to, drop any other names unless you know until we confirm everything but we got some some heavy hitters that have 98 99 percent batting averages when it comes to the elk woods so yeah yeah we uh we had uh we also want to add a little more education to it too so um potential for a few more seminars other than elk calling as well so so one of the things since Jeff brought that up, right? One of the things, and this, this goes right to what I was saying a second ago about the litmus test is that I was sitting with Amanda in the Kafaro booth and we were, we were recording and we were watching folks do the pack out challenge and we saw error in packs, right? And not branding or anything, just error in pack fit, error in load, uh, how the load was put on the pack that instantly that day turned into a pack fit pack utilization seminar with Amanda Rowe from Kafaru international. Right. I mean, where does yep. that happen? Where does that happen? Right. And it was heartfelt. She did a great job doing it. Um, and it was, it was important to get that through because there was folks, man. I mean, we were running out on the course and I talked about it in the episode with her running out on the course because, you know, dude had his, his hip belt, wasn't secure to his frame and it was up around his chest. He's trying to carry 120 pounds. And I'm like, bro, yeah. you know, let me help you out here. Um, that was huge. So that is probably going to be a regular there. You know, you know what? I think that's gotta be a regular. Yeah. Yeah. From what we saw, it has to be right. The yeah. one. So I, I do, I do have one slam. I have one negative thing to say about the event and shame on all three of us. Our attention to conservation was very, very lacking and it yep. won't be next year. It will absolutely yep. not be next year. Um, CBA was there. This Colorado bow hunters association. They were there. Um, I had talked to them about coming and speaking, um, time being such and then they you know they changed uh guys that were there and it fell off so shame on us but that will be a focal point um and we will attack that with relentless uh pursuit next year 
at every event. Um, and the only reason it wouldn't be there is if someone just couldn't fill the bill. Yeah. And you know yeah, how that so works out, I think, is uh, we have in those in those surveys we sent out, we had a lot of people say, like, you know, we drove out here, we flew out here, we came all the way out to this thing, and we're not doing nothing on a Saturday night. Like, what's up? Like, can you guys fit something else into it? Like, we offer a, you know, let's put together a barbecue, a dinner or something in the evening and then get someone like CBA to, to talk about what they do and what, what we all do together yeah. um, as hunters. And I think that'd be real good to, to keep it going in the evening time. So many people are asking for it. Yeah. So there it is during man. the day, it's kind of hard to fit anything else in. You know what I mean? When we're, we got a pack fit seminar, we've got a calling seminar. We've got that contest. We've got the guys running in and out on the, on the, uh, the pack out. There's so much going on. But as soon as like 6 p.m. hits, like everyone's scattering and going back to their campsites and, you know, twiddling their thumbs, wanting, they're wanting, they're all asking for more. And we've got, we like you said, we miss that mark. Yeah. We do have more we can give. Yeah. We, we yeah. definitely, I, I think it sounds like a benefit dinner to me. Yep. Just like for that. Sure. You know, I, I mean, however, however we, however we present that. Um, but I had to bring that up. I was, you know, kind of going through, brainstorming the last couple of days and I'm like, dang it, man. And I felt like, yeah. I felt like I, like I dropped the ball there. Cause I was right next to CBA and I talked to dude and didn't follow through. And I'm like, freaking loser. As much as I preach about conservation and putting the better foot forward, um, I'll take the full hit on that one. Cause I did not follow well, through. Well, in the announcements, you did bring it up. <laughs> you did bring up. I, everybody should be a member. I did, right? And and but that sure. is not enough, right? I I said it and I didn't follow through. And I man, I was grueling myself over it. I'm like, you freaking! <laughs> I didn't practice what I preach, and it, it really it really set in on me. So that effort will definitely uh, be a, a thousandfold. Um, so I don't care who takes it. Let's let's talk about right. It's a fun shoot, right? It's it's a see where you're at. It's that you know again litmus test, if you will. But let's talk about how the educational aspect of it, how important that is, why that's important, um, and and what the hopes are there. Go for it. Why do I think the educational part is important? Uh, more so, be, more so because uh, there's a lot of people out there making minor mistakes. Uh, I most of the people that go out are they're they're decent hunters. They're they're good they're good dudes out in the field. But it's the small things like the pack fit. It's the small things like ethical shots. Um, you know, and then in the calling competition or the calling seminar, it's the small things on, you know, when to do, when to do a, a, a cow call and when not to, you know what I mean? When to bugle and when not to, um, how to read, how to read the sign in the woods. Um, I think we're not, I don't, I don't want to say we're, we're throwing all that, that knowledge out there because we think, you know, we're better than anyone or, or these people can't do this or that, but more so because it's the small little tweaks that we all have that we need to make. And I think that's where the Western Humpest, you know, we can capitalize on bringing in these, these people to do these seminars, these truly professionals to help everybody dial in just a little bit more. 
that makes any sense. No, I mean, so, I mean, okay, so let, we'll, we'll break that down a little bit, right? So we'll, let's talk about shots. So, you know, that was one of the things that, um, that we've all talked about and then in great detail with Scott. And Scott is the, we'll call Scott the course master. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, yep. you know, you can go to the 3D range and there's going to be some, some realistic shots there, but how much is it going to test your knowledge of your equipment and your knowledge of your aero flight. So trajectory, I mean, threading the needle, um, steep, I'm talking steep downhill, moderately steep uphill. Um, but you're having, I mean, there's, there's a couple shots where you're going to have to make a decision. Am I on my knees? Um, or am I standing? And I saw a lot of folks stand and go, Oh crap. I didn't think I was going to hit that. And then you see the guy right after him, you know, get down to a knee and 12 ring. So it was, it was like, you know, I was, when I was walking the course with Scott, he goes, you know, I think we were on shot. I don't know, 16 or 17. He goes, what'd you think? We talked about it. What'd you think? And I'm like, dude, it's money. I mean, he, he really put good effort into it. You're off camber. You got one leg raised. Um, just phenomenal shots, man. There's a couple shots there where, you know, you're not, you're not trying to, and I don't, I want people to understand, you're not trying to thread a, a three by four inch needle. These are realistic shots. It's, it's ethical placement, right? It is mimicry of what you would think you would take in the woods. And yes, there's going to be some desperation shots made in the woods. And we really want to avoid that. And that's part of this educational piece. Like, oh, I did that there. I'll never take that shot in the woods. I'll let them step a little bit further. Uh, and I thought Scott did remarkable uh, with just about every single shot there um, in terms of the realism, you know, where you would really take a shot. There was nothing stupid. I wasn't shooting through a three by four than having to pass through a, you know, a one by two or anything like that. So there is that yeah. part of the education as well. Um, you know, like I said, then, you know, with with Amanda doing what she did, um with the uh with the pack fit jermaine killed the seminar joe slaughtered the seminar in new mexico um and then watching guys dial in um on the goat i mean i think it was 96 yards and and just sit there and you know tinker on that and you could hear the conversations like you know dang dude i can't hit the mark blah 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 and you know hey try this buddy and you know so it was like it wasn't just like he said, you know, true professionals doing it. It was your brethren, you know, that are like-minded, just there participating and, and offering a uh, suggestion. Um, and I'm always weird with like that unsolicited advice. Like, I don't like doing that. <laughs> I always feel like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, See, that's the cool thing about these things. So is you, everyone you're shooting with, yes. they're cool, bro. Like, yeah. like they'll, I'll, they'll just speak up and be like, Hey, do this, do that. Yeah. Like, it's awesome a lot of bubble talk too right because you you know you start getting on some of that off camber stuff um where you, you kind of side hill and you'll man mm -hmm. uh, almost every group you're in you hear folks talking about paying attention to the bubble right oh if you're on this side you know you got to have your bubble over here don't level blah 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 and it's really really cool to hear the unsolicited advice accepted <laughs> yeah yeah for sure for sure so, Jeff, I want you to dive into the call comp 
and why you wanted the call comp because it wasn't just about having the competition right that was something that you were passionate about bringing to the event for a multitude of reasons so hit us with that yeah honestly it it's a personal thing i uh when i first started hunting so i grew up rifle hunting and i i played with uh elk calls in the woods and stuff you know but when i transitioned into bow hunting like the linguistics of the elk woods were like it just consumed me right well i got out there and i didn't know what i was doing and it just drove me crazy you know like i knew that i was in situations multiple times in my first season and my second season that i was like dang dude like if i knew what i was doing i would kill that bull you know so i just want to help i want everybody to get out there try it and learn and i just want the community to get better together you know um, there's a lot of times I hunt OTC mostly. And when I'm out there, dude, I, I see a plethora of things, you know, I see people just going crazy with bugle tubes and just running all over the woods, calling to each other. And then I see the other guys that are afraid to call that won't call because they think they're going to mess it up. So the calling contest for me is the educational piece that I want to give to everybody out there because most people hunt and most people don't mess with the calls. Like everybody there hunts, I should say, but most of them don't even mess with the calls. They'll do a location bugle. They'll do some cow muse and not know what they're doing. And they'll just say, well, that's, that's it for me. So for me, that's why I love the calling contest. That's why I love the seminars. Like a a lot of it too is one of the things that you pointed out as you're, as you're asking folks to sign up. And I don't think, I think that's why we ended up with 21 people for the most part is, is just like you said, like, Hey, if you want the best replication of the pressure that you are going to feel to perform in the woods, this yeah. is the place to do it in front of 150, 180 strangers. This is yeah. the place to feel that pressure and perform. And, yeah. and some of them dudes were up there. I mean, literally trembling and got up there and handled their business. And there wasn't, again, there wasn't a bad caller. Everyone had some skills. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first time I ever got on stage, dude, I was like, Holy smokes. This is like, (laughs) it's like a wrestling tournament, bro. Like (laughs) jitters, like you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then when you're done, you're like, damn, I don't even know what I did. Like, that was, that was rough. That was there was a few of those because they look back at me like, what? <laughs> it's like, don't worry about it, man. Just do your thing. Just do your thing. No pressure. We love you. We freaking love you. Um, so what 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 are you most excited about for next year in terms of the event? Outside of outside of just bringing everything that we've learned together. Talk out challenge, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love that. It's so fun. Okay, so E, go ahead. Fun I just to watch anyway. I I just I just asked Jeff about the call comp. So so you hit us with with the pack out challenge. Who who better than the pack them out, the pack them out man himself? I can't wait. I think I, it's going to get better and better every year. Um, I mean, we have the, we have all the champs coming back. All the, there's a, there's a, what, four, four or five of them solid dudes that we know they're going to show up, but 
I'm looking for that uh that sleeper. There's there's got to be a sleeper out there. <laughs> there's someone uh, out there who's been watching for a couple of years, and just he's coming. He's coming for him. Um, and I probably shouldn't say he because I don't know, man. There's the the girls that competed this year, the women that 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 got out there, man. Yeah. True so, badasses. So they're okay. So break it down. So you got your we got the women's event and we got the men's event. You got team and you got solo. So give us a breakdown of those. So the uh, the solo dudes, um, they've got you know they've got the the two fronts at forty five, the two rears at sixty fives, the meat bags, four meat bags at ten, and then you've got your dead heads uh, and your bow. Um, these dudes are they're crushing it. What was the, I don't I don't know offhand. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I mean they're doing a mile in what was the fastest like thirteen minutes for just over fourteen minutes. Just over 14 minutes in a one mile with half a load on, so yeah. 130, 140 pounds. That's insane. Beast mode. Yeah. And, so that, and, I mean, that, that's what I'm looking forward to is watching these these dudes do it. The the team dudes. If you want to win the team challenge, you've got to do it in one. You have to do it in, yeah. in one trip. You're not you're not going to win if you're you're going to try to break that up. Yeah. If you're we have some down. business on the teams though. We have a set of two-time champs with the teams. And then we have a set of two-time champions that just want it. And I can't wait to see those, that those two groups go going. after it. I can't. Yeah. yeah. That, I'm excited about that. Oh dude, you know, the Pansy brothers are kicking themselves in the ass for not, not coming out. Oh dude. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be a competition. And then uh, we got Garrett and Bogan who tore it up, who are right there yeah, I think Bogan's been on in second place on multiple competitions on the pack out. So I'm excited to see him turn a corner and. I don't know, yep. man. When you got when it's you got again the minor tweaks, yeah. he's gonna tweak his he's gonna tweak over this next six seven months his training yep. regimen, and he's gonna he'll come back, dude. I'm telling you, it's that's all back to what we were talking about. Just the little bit of tweaking that this event pushes you to do. Yeah, I mean. I don't know, dude. You got you got a white belt on one shoulder and a black belt on the other shoulder. We're gonna have to. What's the color of the belt? It's gonna have to be a full gold belt this year, right? Because bro, right? Hey, that's hey, that for the champ. That's for the the Bailey champ. Man, hey, oh, man. we start looking at colors. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Because I mean, dude, that was that's impressive, and and yeah. So okay, so that's that's the pack out. That was the pack out men's. Okay, so talk about talk about the women because they're killer, carrying a whole mule deer. Yeah, that that right there. I want to watch that grow because we we had uh, was it only two women in Raton? Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. right. Yep. Yep. It was only two women in Raton, and then we had two solo women, I believe, in Bailey, and was there. There was the the fourteen year old girl that went with the fourteen, the uh, fifteen year old boy, right? Yep. And then we had um, the Utah folks. Two, I think we had two couples do it. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, right? The the Utah people did the um, uh, they did the team pack out, I believe. Right. Which would yeah. be also really cool to get more women yeah. involved in the but too yes. so like they're not limited to the the mule deer if they don't want to be right like yeah i think that's great 
Yeah, I want to see the women. I want to see them show up. Yeah, I think it, that's the most underrated thing. And I've talked to people before about like you know women, women in shooting. It, it always comes up when people see that my daughters hunt, and they're it automatically goes into well, are they good? Are they good shots? And it's like, dude, women when they pick up guns or their bows or whatever they're it is, better shots for whatever than men. reason, they yep. learn so damn fast. Like it's just like they pick. They don't have the bad habits that we do. The the they're not egotistical like we are. Like they yep. just they pick it up. They learn it. They get good at it and they run with it. So that's what dude. Watching these women and the if we can if we can get a women's team comp going, dude. I'm telling you, we need we need to get we need to get the kids involved and we need to get these women involved because they're not they're not showing up in the numbers that we need them to. And I know they're out there. They're all over, they're all over Instagram. And if, and if they do, we'll start making divisions for them. So well, just up. just say it now. Let's just get the belts done. Just get the belts done. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, hey, I'm down. You got we'll pack the, of, I'll, I'll get them made tomorrow and we'll start. We'll start holding them up. You got the pack them yeah, out. Women, you got the pack them out. Women are, are there at the event. Right. What better place to just swing for the fences? You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, it, there's no there's no better opportunity. And, and quite honestly, there's not a better family to put that in front of everybody. You know, yeah. Let's do it. Yep. So I I think the belts we, just we need, need to, to come. push that. Yeah. That yeah. that needs to be a that needs to be a hitter. Um, yeah. Because man, I mean, you watch you watch some of the women shoot and dead, lights out deadly shooting. Yep. You know, and it's just like, yep, yeah, yep, not gonna shoot next to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and gonna forget my release at the truck. It was, you know, uh, and I saw, I saw, and that's the nice thing, right? And I love it, dude. I mean, since since I've started my podcast, that has been a focal point for me, right? To hold, to hold them up high. And I've always said, hey, how how would I want my wife or my daughter and now my granddaughter treated in this realm, in this demographic, right? In this undertaking. And man, going from Western Hunt Fest, and then we were at TAC this weekend with the Bow Hitch boys. And man, there's a whole lot of Western Hunt Fest shooters that a women lot. shooters that were at that event, right? So it, it is going to be a steady flow, um, I, I believe. And, and every one of them was excited to go back to the event next year. So that was super yeah, yeah. freaking cool, man. For sure. So pack out challenge, elk call and education. You know what? The one thing we cannot forget is a shout out to the vendors, to the event sponsors. Um, why don't we run through a list of those folks real quick um, that support the event, you know, be it one, two, all, whatever that is. Um, you have that list in front of you, Jeff? I don't. Um, Let me see if I got it. Yeah, another thing I would like some feedback on, too, is, like, we give uh, trophies to first place and first place only. Um, I kind of want to hear some feedback from, like, the people that participate. Do you guys want to see top three? Do you guys want to see, like, like the, the big badass belt for the winner and then maybe, like, some, like, little little medals for the other guys? Like, what are we, what are we talking about? I'm, I'm in it for first, and that's it. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say, man, there's a the participation trophies, bro. <laughs> oh, I got the legs, like, 
I mean, I I hear what I hear what you're saying right now. If now I think I think maybe in the in the women's division, maybe in the kids' division, absolutely. absolutely. When it comes yes. to the men's stuff, nah, bro. Either either <laughs> either you, either you're coming or you're going home empty-handed. You're gonna have a great time, and we're gonna love that you're there. But yeah, yeah, no. If we're gonna if we're gonna give for the work that those guys. Either you know the archery or the pack out or whatever it is, the work that they're putting in, they yeah. deserve every bit of what we put into that. They're grinding. Yes. You know, they yes. are grinding. I mean, the videos and and posts and stuff from last year going into this event, it was nonstop. Motherfuckers walking yep. around with a 60, 70 pound <laughs> rock for four miles on the shoulder, not even packing it, right? Just carrying it, muscle up. Right. You know, so yeah. yeah. Squash he that. deserves that trophy all, all to himself. Yeah. 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 Um, I got that list. Okay. Oh, I, I think I have the majority of the list. And on the top of it, for some reason, is this uh, Western Contours. Um, they're on the top of the list. <laughs> uh, Raining Skies Waterfowl Club came out to the Bailey location. Um, they ended up donating a $1,600 membership for Heck one yeah. year to the overall champ which was levi levi stood for bailey so he walked away with a healthy uh winnings um hunt league incredible vendor come i don't know i don't know if it, how many people actually jumped on there at the event but i i've got my account opened up something i'm going to try out this year while we're out while felicia and i are out there um Real cool. That that was brand new. I think guy you sent him our way. Um, Hunt High Harvest. Everyone knows the H three boys. Catamount. They were new to the Bailey event. They were trying to come out to uh, to Raton, but they had uh, some. I don't know if it was uh, logistical issues or whatnot. I'm not sure what happened before Raton, but. They showed up. They put their new product out there. It's good to have them come out. Um, Garrett High Alpine Outdoors made both events happen. Awesome dude. Awesome competitor. Tremendous athlete. Can't say enough about the dude. Uh, likes to make little kids fight. Cool. <laughs> For stickers. <laughs> hey, he also did the fishing trip, too. He also donated a fishing trip, which uh, <laughs> God's country will be out there enjoying that. So, um, Red Holsters, both events, solid dude, solid product. Um, solid I've family. Now got solid family all together. Yeah, for sure. Um, who else we got? Pack them out apparel. Them guys show up everywhere. <laughs> CBA, <laughs> CBA, uh, back to CBA. I mean, conservation. We need to be, we need to be. Logging on the CBA, see what events they got coming up, see what they're getting their their uh, their noses into politically. We always want. I mean, everyone, like you said at the event, you should be a member. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're if you live in Hunt in Colorado, if you're an out of state resident in Hunt in Colorado, yes. you should be a freaking member. Yeah, whether you whether you live here or not, if you're yeah. hunting here, you need if to you're drawing your bow back in Colorado, you should be a member. Yeah, uh, Hunt Lifty. Can't say enough about these dudes, man. They came up. They they put their they put their show on. They brought a little extra to the event. 
Uh, they brought the booty shorts for Jeff. Dudes did it. <laughs> they did the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for these guys to uh, to come out to all the events. I want them at every single event. Um, the, I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys both were able to. I think Jeff, you watched the tiebreaker, right? Yeah, I watched did, some. Of guy, it. did you watch? I watched some dude, of it, but with doing the sick being the hostess <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was it was everything it was badass uh kuyu dude these dudes showed up to bailey they blast I, I don't even know how many people are in their email chain but they blasted the event to their entire um email we had people showing up specifically to walk in take a look at what they had. And then all of a sudden they're looking around, they're checking out the other vendors. They're, they're now knowing what we're doing for next year. Who you was a tremendous help. Um, I'm, I heard nothing but good stuff about them being right up front. Yeah. Um, RDO Dactyla came out. Oh, you got it. I did get it. <laughs> I've been practicing that one. I've got his sticker here at the house. Uh, Dude does tremendous beetle work. Ooh, uh, man. He's he's out of uh is he out of Bailey, Jeff? I can't hear you, buddy. Oh. There you go. There you go. I think he's out of Pine Junction or or somewhere right there, yeah. Okay. Okay. But Colorado, close to Denver. Yeah, he does um what's up? <laughs> there, mama. Hi mama. He does <laughs> We're on. We're doing a podcast. Oh. Miss you already. Hey, there, there's your. There's the the up and coming women's champ right there. Flexing on him already. <laughs> yeah, we're just about done. Um, Ardu Dakula out of Colorado does beetle work. Um, dude, he had everything from little bird skulls to a buffalo skull. So the, if if anyone's on here listening and you want some uh, some nice clean white skull work. That, I'm sorry, that beaver skull he had. Did Sick. you see it? it I was. Yeah. I ain't never thought of nothing. No beaver, dude. I saw that beaver skull and I'm like, I want a beaver skull. I mean, it was just <laughs> yeah, like, cool. right? I mean, it was like, damn, yeah. the big old fronts, man, and they were beautifully colored. That bright white skull, really, really good work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Kafaru International. Biggest backpack company out there. But Amanda came out. She put on that uh, pack that pack fitting seminar on day two. Ninety um, percent of the packs out there were being were, they were from from Kafaru. So yeah. That, yeah, that should say say enough. Um, you know they they stepped up this past year, actually the, both years and helped us out with uh, sponsoring the pack out challenge. So we're looking forward to to working with them again next year. Um, Hunt Wallet, great product. Also, the boys have showed up both years strong. Uh, you need help planning out your hunts. Get on Hunt Wallet. They'll keep. I think don't they even keep track of your points and everything else too? Yeah, yeah. They're constantly. Yeah, they're constantly trying to upgrade and improve that thing too. And you got some. You got some powerhouses of brains, and they're such a diverse mix of guys that you, 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 you're you not going to really miss an angle. I mean, them, them boys got some brains on their shoulders, so big shout out. Yeah. Um, after Hunt Wallet, I've got uh, 
Armando and the bow hitch, Armando and Dougie. The, um, the people's champs. The people's champ. Dude, walking around tech, I don't know that I saw a rig walking around that didn't have a bow hitch on it. There was like three. <laughs> it's crazy, right? And it's actually wild to see how many people have the bow hitch on there. Yeah. Uh, Jermaine Hodge, the elk calling seminar. Uh, dude killed it. God's country for our heroes. They showed up again. Uh, they did, yeah. They did Red Tone too, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, did, they did the cornhole tournament at Red Tone. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then they had a shot at our at our Bailey event. Yeah. If anyone, I mean, if you, if anyone knows of someone that deserves a hunt, um, wounded warrior, vet, first responder, reach out to these guys. I, I mean, they're doing amazing things. Jeff Jeff's brother was actually able to get out and hunt with them and kill a phenomenal bull. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anybody. If I am, they're not um, on my list. So you got, I'm sorry. I'm going to drop us to New Mexico. Cause you have Slayer calls. You got mile yeah, high note game calls, the elk bros, um, vortex broadheads. Uh, yes. I mean, the list goes on and on. Right. And, and that list. Neat text. Yep. And that list is going to grow. Um, we're, really really making a push for next year and want to provide not just value but opportunity to get in front of some of these call companies uh gear companies like the faru you know just to bring it up uh if anybody's interested in listening to a a semi-pack fit episode with amanda rowe from kafaru international it's episode 318 on western contours um check that go. out very informative uh amanda's a stud on the mountain and with the packs um super knowledgeable and uh just there i mean just absolutely there to make sure that the customer base is taken care of so pretty cool to yeah. to experience that with her um onyx hunt we uh we didn't mention onyx onyx they sent us colorado spring shields yep colorado spring shields onyx sent a bunch of memberships shields gave it out thousands of dollars in gift gift cards um we also have mountain tough who gave a membership to everybody that participated which is amazing um they also sent a bunch of like hats and shirts and everything uh stickers you know the kids what was and the still uh, finding mountain stickers what's what was the uh hydration drink hero wilderness athlete wilderness athlete. athlete there you go yeah they they sent thousands of dollars of, of free uh, stuff like those guys are phenomenal as well but we have so many i'm sure we're missing a bunch the whittington center donated a full package to the overall winner um yeah we have the list goes on and on advanced tanning solutions we have um West, knives western fly covers western fly covers, <laughs> western fly covers Hooks yeah. it up in the challenges <laughs> luminoc um yeah. iron will I mean, we the list goes on and on and on. So, anybody who wants to get in on that too, any sponsors that want to throw in for our participants, they love it. They're sick for it. Um, message us, get a hold of us. Like, like that's some of the best part. You know, after you compete, then you get your little goodie bag and you walk home with some really cool gifts. So, uh, Ultimate Predator was another one. Yep, I'm forgetting to mention. 
So, okay, so I know E has to get going. We've been running about an hour and some change. Um, I don't want to hold it too long, but we want to get on, um, you know, talk about this year, talk about some of the improvements. Uh, definitely shout out to everybody who participated. Shout out to all the event sponsors, all the event vendors, anybody that's donating to it. Um, but as we were coming off the mountain from TAC the other day, I think E threw a number out for a, like a total grand prize package. And uh, we're not saying that that's what it is, but you know, this dude is like, I want the, I want the ultimate winner walking away with like 15 grand and stuff. So he kind of set, he kind of set the mark uh, for the team for next year in terms of getting after it um, and making it happen. So if anybody uh, has, is, is hesitant about any of it, um, get after it. That 15 grand will be yeah. one at the ship. If that's the now, you know, it might, it might be 12,000. Uh, it might be more. It, it might be, be more. more. Right. Don't hey, hold us to yeah, it. Careful. It might be more. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, I don't want nobody to say this is not, you know, this is 11,299.95. Um, <laughs> but you know, sky's the limit. Absolutely. Sky's the limit. Um, I mean, it's already in the works, right? It, we're, I got a couple meetings set this week. Um, for a venues and then have a couple calls in for, you know, upper echelon event sponsors, we'll say to really, really make this, you know, a phenomenal event for everybody. I know the boys appreciate the support. Um, I love being the hostess. Bailey was just off the chains for me. It set me on fire for it. Um, it is just remarkable to share the time with everybody out there to see everybody's response um, and everybody out there with like-minded people um, and sharing those two days is just, uh, you can't put words to it. Cannot put words to yeah. it, how good it feels to see all that. That's the only place where I feel alive, where I feel like I'm, I belong is when I'm with, is when I'm with other hunters, other archers. Um, that that's, that's the world to me. Um, I'm, yeah. not a, I'm not a recluse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the next best thing to hunting for sure. Absolutely. All right. Any last words, gents? No, just, you know, the, I, same thing. Thank you to all the sponsors, the, the dudes that came out and set up booths, whether you donated stuff or you set up a booth. Thank you. Yep. The athletes that came out, the, even the spectators that came out, like we appreciate all of that. Yeah. Every, every little bit, everybody poured into it. It would not have happened without you guys. I'm glad you said that, right? We want spectators. We want people there to experience that. Whether you shoot, whether you compete, whether you're just there to commingle, be at the event. Be there with like-minded people that share the same passions as you. Um, you yeah. know, everybody there makes everybody better. So, exactly. Jeffrey, what you got? Yeah, don't be afraid to compete because you're not going to win. Like, like there's a lot of people that are like, oh, there's no way I'll win. This is uh, the Western Hunt Fest is for everybody. It's literally training you. It's helping you. It's helping you figure out where you're at in your game. It's testing your equipment. It's testing your physical abilities. It's testing everything. So if you're going and you think, oh, I, I probably can't win this, still participate in it. It's going to help you. You're going to learn and you're going to just love it. So don't be afraid. Don't be scared. <laughs> don't, yeah, be scared. don't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> don't be scared. All right. We'll see you guys in 2024. Uh, it's going to be a banger. I'll see you in a couple. I'll see you in a couple weeks. You can come see me now. <laughs> We're going to Texas, dog. 
I know. I can't wait. Hey, we didn't even talk about the Texas Hunt giveaway. Uh, we're we're tripping. Later. I gotta go. We, all right, all right. Hey, I'm bring stopping. that in. <laughs> <laughs>